Welcome to the Everyday Chant Srimad Bhagavatam class. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sarvadik Das Prabhuji. Prabhu, today Prabhuji is going to enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam chapter 5, 10 to 5, chapter 10 and verse 21. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, kindly take over the call whenever you are ready. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. So, good evening to all devotees. My obeisances to all of you. Today we're reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 10, Text 21. So, before we read, let us offer our respectful obeisances to Srimad Bhagavatam, to Srila Prabhupada, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayu. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naramchaiva Narotamam Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tatojayam Udirayat Nashta Prayesha Baddeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavate Yuktama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtaki So <coughs> Let me read the Sanskrit. We'll read word for word. And Srila Prabhupada's Bhaktivedanta purport. Drishtashamakarmata atmano vai Bhartu gantur bhavatas chanu manye Yatasato dhanayanadya bhavat Samula ishto vyabhara marga Drishta, it is experienced by everyone. Shrama, fatigue. Karmata, from acting in some way, Atmana, of the soul, Vai, indeed, Bartu, of one who is carrying the palanquin, Gantu, of one who is moving, Bhavata, of yourself, Cha, and Anumanye, I guess like that, Yata, as much as, Asata, without something that is not an actual fact, Uda, of water, Anayana Adi, of the bringing and other such tasks. Abhavat, from the absence. Samula, based on evidence. Ishta, respected. Yahara Marga, phenomenon. Translation, you have said, I am not fatigued from labor. Although the soul is different from the body, there is fatigue because of bodily labor, and it appears to be the fatigue of the soul. When you are carrying the palanquin, there is certainly labor for the soul. This is my conjecture. You have also said that the external behavior exhibited between the master and the servant is not factual. But although in the, in the phenomenal world it is not factual, the products of the phenomenal world can actually affect things. That is visible and experienced. As such, even though material activities are impermanent, they cannot be said to be untrue. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. This is a discussion on impersonal Mayavad philosophy and the practical philosophy of Vaishnavas. The Mayavad philosophy explains this phenomenal world to be false, but Vaishnav philosophers do not agree. They know that the phenomenal world is a temporary manifestation, but it is not false. A dream that we see at night is certainly false, but a horrible dream certainly affects the person seeing it. The soul's fatigue is not factual. 
but as long as one is immersed in the illusory bodily conception, one is affected by such false dreams. When dreaming, it is not possible to avoid the actual facts, and the conditioned soul is forced to suffer due to his dream. A water pot is made of earth and is temporary. Actually, there is no water pot. There is simply earth. However, as long as the water pot can contain water, we can use it in that way. It cannot be said to be absolutely false. Oma jnana timirantasya jnana shalakaya chakshurun militan jena tasmai shi gurave namaha. Ukam kurati vachalam pangam langate girim yakripatamahamande shi gurum dinataranam shi chaitanya ishwaram paramananda madhavam. One day nantad vitaishayam shi chaitanya mahaprabhum. Nichopi yat prasadat sad bhakti shastra pavartaka. Nityananda maham nomi sarvananda param karam. Parinama param devam mabadhuta sharominim. Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Bancha Kopata Vishakrupa Sindhu Devajal Patitanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavi Bhyo Namonamaha So Srila Prabhupada is introducing some very important things that we all need to understand. This will be kind of technical class, but please uh, take note of what's being said. It's important for us to understand this because what do we say every day? We pray to Prabhupada. That the whole that the Western world has become overwhelmed with impersonalism and voidism. This means Mayavad and Buddhism. And although this mantra was composed, Paschatyadesh, frankly, the whole world has been overcome by impersonalism and Buddhism. And, Frank, and we'll understand how Buddhism, Buddhism or this Mayavad philosophy is actually uh, not different from Buddhism in many ways. So let us uh, examine some of these things and try and understand. Uh, the first thing we should understand is that who is the father of Shankara, who is the father of this impersonal doctrine is Shankaracharya. We have all regard for Shankaracharya. Why? Because he's Lord Shiva. He's avatar of Lord Shiva, who is sent to this world directly by the Lord. The Lord sent him to this world, and we have, and although we have all regard for Shankaracharya, the person, as Lord Shiva himself, we don't respect his philosophy. So Lord Shiva appeared here as Shankaracharya to in the form of a Brahman, there's, it's stated in Padma Purana, Mayavadama Satchastam Prachana Baudam Uchate Mayaiva Kalpitam Devi Kalo Brahmana Rupina. He came Brahma Rupina in the form of a Brahman to teach what? A Satchastram. Impious understanding, bogus understanding of Shastra. That is Prachana Baudam Uchate, which is really non different Buddhism. And this is his thankless task that he executed on the order of the Lord who said, who sent him to the material world to do this, to spread Mayavad philosophy. Now there's a reason for that. Prior to the appearance of Shankara, under the, uh, by the support of Maharaj Ashok, Buddhism spread all over the world, all over India, all over the eastern part of the world. Buddhism means that there is no God, there is no soul, everything's illusion, nir, nirvishesh, or, um, 
Shunyata, everything is zero, not nirvishana. Shunyata, everything is zero, void. God is an illusion, the soul is an illusion, everything is illusion. So, Shankara came, appeared on the scene to present, yes, there is God, but God is impersonal. There is God, but he's, the supreme understanding of God is Brahman. So this presents many misunderstandings, and, and actually if we examine the, the internal meaning of Shankara's statements, we find that he's actually a great Vaishnava. He said, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Mudhamate, Samprapti Sanihiti Kali Nahi Nahi Rakshati Dukrinkarani. He said, the fools and rascals, you worship Govinda, worship Govinda. That conjugation of verbs and Sanskrit grammar will not help you at the time of your death. So, Bhaja Govinda, worship Govinda. He didn't say worship me. He didn't say worship Indra or Ganesh or any other demigod. He said worship Govinda, Bhaja Govinda. Later in this, this uh, text, it's a very instructive text actually, even from, for Vaishnavas. Later in the text, he says, Punarapi Jananam, Punarapi Maranam, Punarapi Janani Jatari Shayanam. Iha Sansari Bahudushtar Kripaya Pari Pahi Murari. So he's saying another, another birth, another death, another appearance in the womb of a mother that please protect me from this horrible thing because for the soul, the most inauspicious thing that can happen to us is to be born in the material world. So he's, in, he's praying, Kripaya Pari Pahi Murari. Pahi Murari means, O Murari, you, O Lord, you please protect me. If he thinks, he, if he actually thinks he is the Lord, why is he praying for Lord's protection? And if he actually thinks that the Lord is illusion, as they say, they say Brahman is the ultimate reality, and that Brahman appears within this material world as Ram, as Krishna, as Ganesh, as Saraswati, as Indra, as Varuna. They're all products of illusion, Maya. So if he really thinks that Murari is illusion, why is he praying? That you please creep, give me your Kripa. Kripaya Pahi, you please Pahi, Pahi Murari, you please protect me. He's showing his actual face as a devotee. Of course, they have their understanding of that, but we understand differently that he's a devotee. Vaishnavana Yata Shambhu. Shambhu, Lord Shiva, is the greatest Vaishnava. So even he appears as Shankara, he can't suppress his natural devotional feeling. And this is completely exhibited in the last verse of this prayer, where he says, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Mudhamate, Namas Marana Danyamupayam, Nahi Pashyamu Bhavatarane. He says, just worship Govinda, worship Govinda, worship Govinda. There is no other means to cross life's ocean outside of chanting the holy name of the Lord. Because this is the means of, of perfection. This is how we become free from sansara in Kali Yuga. He appeared in Kali Yuga. Therefore, he's presenting the conclusion of all Shastra for the residents of Kali Yuga. You have to chant the holy name become, to cross the ocean of material existence. Bhavatarani, the ocean of bhava, this ocean of birth and death. So, the, what he presented, we reject. We don't reject Shankara, because he was a devotee. And we have our Vaishnava way of understanding what he taught also. So we should examine Shastra to see how Shastra completely contradicts their point of view. They say there is no difference between Atma and Paramatma. In other words, that 
when we say Mavayamamsu Jiva Loke Jiva Bhuta Sanatana that, that we're an Anksha of the Lord separate from Him as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita in the second chapter he says Natvevaham Chatu Nasam Natam Neme Janadipa Nachayvana Bhavishama Sarva Vayamatakvaram Never there was a time when I, when I did not exist, nor you, nor all those kings, nor in the future shall any of us cease to be. Simple thing. He's saying, I'm always Krishna. Arjuna, you're always Arjuna. And in my Nitya Leela, you're always accompanying me. But you don't become me. I don't become you. Drona doesn't become Krishna. Krishna doesn't become Yudhishthira. Yudhishthira doesn't become Bhishma. It's now all mixed up homogeneously. They're individuals eternally. This completely contradicts in my point of view that everything is, there's only one real, kalvidam brahma, sarvam kalvidam brahma, that everything is brahma. Everything is brahma, but individual brahma. Mavaya brahmaso, jiva loke, jiva bhuta sanatana. We're angsha of the Lord. Mama eva angsha. We're angsha of the Lord. How? Jiva bhuta sanatana. This is a very, very important word. Sanatana, eternally angsha. We don't lose our identity as angsha of the Lord. By, because they say, perfection means to give up the illusion of being different from the Lord when Atma merges in Paramatma. And they give this example of a pot. Prabhupada mentions it in the purport also. That, uh, a pot. Inside the pot, there is a quantity of air, and outside the pot, there's a quantity of air, and that only thing that separates the inside and the outside is the pot. So you break that pot, and the inside merges with the outside. That pot is likened to illusion, the illusion of our material life. So break that illusion of being separate from the Lord, and you merge with the Lord. Not a very good example, because Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, 13th chapter, Upadrashtana Mantacha Bhokta Bharta Maheshwara Paramatmeti Chaptyuktodehismin Purusha Para. There's Purusha, there's, this, there's another person in your heart, and it's not you. Bhokta, he is the enjoyer. Bharta, he's the master. Upadrashta, he's the witness. Anumanta, he's the permitter. Can any sane person claim that that's you? Are, you the, are we the masters? We're, in, we're infinitesimal masters. Maybe the, the master of your kitchen table, the master of your car, maybe the master of your child. But is, are you the witness of everything? Ask these people, are you Anumanta? You're, by your will, everything is going on? Everyone has to come to you for the success of any endeavor? Are you Anumanta? Are you the overseer, Upadrashta? You're, over, you're seeing everything? Ask them, what's my mother's name? If you meet some of these people, Ask them, what's my mother's maiden name? You're Upadrashta. You say that Atma and Paramatma are the same. You're all-knowing. You're the all-knowing Upadrashta, the witness of everything. What is my mother's name? Can they say? They can't say. They only talk empty talk. Useless, useless talk. Claiming Atma and Paramatma. I am Paramatma. Atma and Paramatma is illusion. I am also Paramatma. Well, do something. Prove your upadrashta nature, that you're the witness of everything. Ask them also. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 9th chapter, Maya Dakshina Prakriti Suyate Satcharacharam Hevtonanena Kuntaya Jagadvi Parivartate. It's the whole material creation. 
working under your direction? Is the sun rising by your will? Is the moon rising? Is the rain falling? Is the grass growing? Everything is working. By, people are born by your will. People are dying by your will. People prosper by your will. People are become poverty-stricken. You're the supreme. You are the supreme controller. The infinitesimal, confused, bewildered soul. Srila Prabhupada tells a story about one Mayabadi who is sitting on a stage and he's teaching meditation to the audience. Say, now class, everyone meditate. I am moving the sun. The sun is moving through the heavens by my will. The moon is moving through the heavens by my will. It is rising and setting by my will. He had to leave the stage. Why? Unbearable toothache. <laughs> he thinks he's moving the sun, but he can't take care of his own tooth. And I personally had an experience like this. A close friend of mine invited me, Oriya devotee, sannyasi, invited me to a temple opening, Jagannath temple opening in the Rissa, just outside of Puri. So I said, okay, let's go. So we got up on the stage. People are looking at me. What's this white guy doing on the stage? So we got up on the stage, and in due course of time, the main participant arrived, who is at the Shankaracharya of Puri. Now, there's Shankaracharya of Puri, of Dwarka, of Rameshram, of uh, also in the north, I'm forgetting. In, anyway, there's four uh, pitas. So this person came, he's a Shankaracharya, and they say he's directly Shankaracharya. So this person arrived in a big caravan of Sumitomo jeeps, three of them. He was in the middle jeep, and the first jeep had armed guards, and the back jeep had armed guards, and he was sitting in the jeep with another man with an automatic weapon to protect him. Now this poses an interesting contradiction. If he actually thinks, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman, and he has no identification with the material world, why do you need a guard? What are you afraid of? If you're deathless, what are you afraid of? And if you're the Supreme Lord, if you're the Supreme Atma, there's different, no difference between Atma and Paramatma, what are you afraid of? I mean, we, never see a, <laughs> we never see a picture of Gopal. He's, he's famous for killing many demons, but we never see a picture of Gopal accompanied by armed guards with automatic weapons to protect him. So this man's a cheater. A fat, well, of course, people will find this offensive, but this is a fact of life. He's a fat old man who thinks he's God. This is the objective perspective on the situation. So he gets up on the stage and he starts lecturing. And he's going on and on. And then he stopped. And he had to leave the stage and come back to continue his lecture. Why? Because it seems that the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Paramatma, the Upadrashta, Anumanta, Bharta, Bhokta, Maheshwara, the Supreme Controller, can, can control his own bladder. He had, to, he had to go past, he had to leave his lecture to go past water. He's claiming Upadrashta and Parameshwara. But he can't contrain, control his own bladder. What kind of control, controller is he? So ask these people this. Are you the Supreme Controller? Krishna says, I am the Supreme Controller. Maya Adyakshena. Prakriti works under my direction. Yachchakshareva savitasagala grahanam. 
Raja Samasta Suramurta Ashesha Teja Yas Yagya Brahmati Sambrita Kala Chakro Govindam Adi Purusham Tamahamaja Yes, Yagya, the sun is moving by the will of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Govinda. And it's not you. If you claim that, then kindly do something. Make the, stop, make the sun stop moving. Krishna did that in Mahabharata to protect Arjuna. He, made the stop, he, he stopped the sun because Arjuna had taken a vow. That, that, that if, I don't, if I'm not victorious in battle, then I'll immolate myself, I'll throw myself on fire and leave this world. So Krishna stopped the sun. To protect his devotee, he stopped the sun. Can any single person, can any of these cheater mayabhadis stop the sun? They only talk, empty talk. Ask them, are you the supreme contrator? Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 10th chapter, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo, no, I'm getting it mixed up. Anyway, everything is coming from you. You're the creator. Ask him, oh my dear creator, my dear Lord, can you make me a mosquito? Just one mosquito. Never mind Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Rahu, Ketu, Saturn, all the planets of the creation. Can you just make me one tiny insect, a tiny mosquito? Make one for me. Can they do it? They only talk. That's me. I am a homosarvasa. Everything is coming from me. Kata Upanishad. As we're going to different Shastric references here. Kata Upanishad says, Nityo Nityanam, Chaitanas Chaitananam. That of all eternals, there's one supreme eternal. Of all conscious beings, Chaitanas, there's one supremely conscious being. That one person, Eko, is supplying the necessities of the Bahunam. That one person, that supreme conscious living entity, what eternal conscious living being, is supplying all the necessities of the Bahunam, of the many. Can any of these big so-called Maya bodies make a grain of rice? Ask them. You say you're, you're Maheshwara. You're the supreme controller. Everything's coming from you. Everything's coming. You must be feeding the world also. You're creating all this food. Make me a grain of rice. Make just one. I don't, I don't need a whole bag. I just want to see you make one grain of rice. Can you do it? They only talk. They only talk. So they say that Maya has been covered, has covered Brahman. That Brahman is the supreme absolute truth. This is interesting also. First of all, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, in 18th chapter, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, Amritasya Vivasya, Shasutasya, Dharmasya Sukanticha. He says that Brahman rests upon me. Pratishtaham. Brahman he Pratishtaham. That Brahman is subordinate to me. It rests on me. He says, Matak Paratanam Nanyat. Kinchedisti Dananjaya. Mayi Sarvamidam Protam Sutra Maniganā Iva. What to speak of Brahman, the whole creation rests on me as pearls are strung on a thread. Krishna is a thread upon which the entire creation rests. So how can they claim? What can they do? 
they only make some outrageous claim that they're supreme personality of Godhead. So they say that Brahman is supreme, supreme even though Krishna says it's subordinate to me. Okay, let's, let's say, okay, Brahman is supreme. Because Krishna is part of Brahman, so ultimately Brahman is supreme, yes, we agree. But they say that Brahman has been covered by Maya. In other words, why, what, is, what is the illusion of this world? Maya has created this illusion. Maya has covered Brahman. And this is Krishna, this is you, this is me, this is the whole material experience. That Brahman, Sarvam Kalvidam Brahman, everything is Brahman, but that Brahman has been covered by Maya. If that's so, then we have to say, Maya is supreme. Because if Brahman is supreme, how is Brahman covered by Maya? How is it covered by Maya? And this is their idea of Krishna. That God covered who comes in a form of Maya. But Krishna says in 7th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, he calls such persons stupid. He says outright, they're stupid. Abhyaktam vyaktam apanam manyate mam abhudaya param bhava majanantam mam abhuta maheshwaram. He says, I'm maheshwaram. I'm the controller. And someone who thinks that from the avyakt, from the unmanifested, Brahman, vyakta, I am manifest, they are abhudaya. Abhudaya means stupid. Krishna's statements throughout, especially Bhagavad Gita, in the Upanishads, in Mahabharata, all our shastras completely slash this idea that there's no difference between Atma and Paramatma. But they want us to believe just some practical thoughts. Even if we, even if we don't go to Shastra. Shastra is very clear. We just quoted many verses from Bhagavad Gita, from Upanishads. Shastra is very clear. But even if we don't go to Shastra, just from the practical point of view, they say that God is Brahman, Nirvishesh Brahman, Nirakar Brahman. He has no quality. In other words, God has no hand, God has no leg, any eye, mouth, ear. In other words, what are they saying? That God is deaf, dumb, blind, and lame. Is this God? He's deaf, he can't hear, he can't speak, he can't see, and he can't walk. But he can create universes? Make up your mind. Is he the supreme controller, the supreme personality of Godhead? Or is he a deaf man, a dumb man, a blind man, and a lame man? Just from a practical point of view. We have to understand that God is the supreme person because personality has to come from personality. If Brahman is supreme, where does personality come from? Where does all the varieties of experience of life come from if the supreme reality, the supreme truth, has no quality, nirakar? But they say God has become Sakar because he's been covered by Maya. But if he's covered by Maya, then Maya is supreme. So make up your mind. What is supreme? Is it Brahman or is it Maya? We understand Krishna is supreme. Brahman rests on him and Maya is his energy. That Maya Jakshena Prakriti. Maya works under my direction. Shristi Stiti Pralaya Sadhana Shaktir Eva. Asha. Chayeva yasya bhuvanani vibharti durga ichthanu rupam api yasya chateshta chaisa govindamari purusham Chayeva yasya means like a shadow. The whole material creation works as the, under, a shadow potency of the Lord. 
works under his direction. She doesn't cover the Supreme Brahman. She has no power to cover the Supreme Brahman because she works under the direction of the Supreme Brahman Govinda. They have everything upside down backwards. There's actually two kinds of Mayavadis. One is called Brahma Parinama Vadi. They say that Parinama means undergoes change. They consider that Brahman is undergoing some transformation and becomes everything in creation, including the jivas. In other words, Brahman becomes the sun, he becomes a tree, he becomes the earth, he becomes the ocean, a songbird, a slug. Brahman has transformed himself, Parinama, into everything. So, if Brahman is the source of everything, where does Maya come from? And, and Maya can cover Brahman. Where does Maya come from? And whom does Maya bewilder? And can Maya bewilder Brahman? And if Maya does bewilder Brahman, then we're rendering Brahman impotent. We're making Brahman impotent. We're, we're relegating Brahman to a lesser category of power than Maya. They, they contradict themselves. The other class of, of uh, Mayavadis are called Divartavadis. They consider there's no transformation whatsoever. Everything is an illusion, Divarta. And anything we perceive as change or transformation is actually ignorance, Ajnana. So every, if everything, if, if as they say, if everything is Ajnana, ignorance, then <laughs> your philosophy is also ignorance. And you are also ignorance. So why are you talking? Why are you writing books? Why are you holding big pandal programs and preaching? Why are you opening schools? Why are you opening hospitals? If Brahma Satya Jagan Mitya, if Brahma is truth and the creation is false, Mitya, if everything in the world besides Brahman is illusion, why do you turn to politics, altruism, philanthropy, opening hospitals, schools, colleges? If, it's, if you really believe it's all false, what are you doing? They can't live their philosophy. They can't live it. They just talk, big talk, and ignorant people accept it as, them as sadhu. They sit on the, on the big stage with Rudrakshamala and a big beard and big tilak and saffron robes, and they say, Aham Brahmasmi, Shivoham, Tattvamasi, Sarvam Kalvidam Brahma, and all different slogans. But they're just empty slogans because they can't practice their philosophy. They can't practice what they preach. If, if actually, if it's all the same, then rubbing a bank, rubbing a bank is Brahman also. Having an uh, undharmic relationship with a man or woman, that, she's also Brahman, he's also Brahman. Why, why does it matter? Why does it matter? And if everything's Brahman, then instead of eating nice sandesh, rasgulla, gulam jaman, eat dirt. This Leela was there with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but maybe you remember. He was eating dirt, as Lord Krishna also ate dirt, teasing Mother Yashoda. So uh, Mahaprabhu was eating dirt. And his mother came to chastise him. Why are you doing this? I'm making nice sandesh. So Mahaprabhu said, what is the difference between dirt and sandesh? This is Brahma philosophy. Mayavan philosophy, it's all the same. But you can't live that philosophy. You can't live by eating dirt. So we have to accept there's a difference between dirt and sandesh. By eating sandesh, 
we can live very nicely, very happily. But you can't eat dirt. Srila Prabhupada points out the same thing <coughs> in the end of the purport. He said a water pot is made of earth and is temporary. Actually, there is no water pot. There is simply earth. Mayavad philosophy. However, as long as the water pot can contain water, we can use it in that way. It cannot be said to be absolutely false. It's false in this sense, <coughs> that it's temporary. Everything in this world is temporary. And from this point of view, we can say it's false. Just like if you go to a movie, or let's say you're, you're sitting with your son or daughter and you're watching TV and there's something scary on TV. They're sitting on your lap and your child begins to cry. Now, is there anything to cry about? There's some piece of plastic that's beaming electrons to a screen that make it illuminate in a particular way that creates an image. It's accompanied by sound. And it creates fear in your child. They start crying when they see something scary. Number one, there's nothing to be scared of. She's sitting or he's sitting on your lap. There's nothing to be scared of. And number two, it's complete illusion. There's nothing to be scared. It's a piece of plastic TV. It's some light. It's some sound. Nothing to be scared. But the reaction is that the child experiences fear and begins to cry. So our whole life's experience is something like that. The TV is true. The light, the sound is true, but the experience is false. So our existence in this material world is something like that. Our, our, our life in this world is true. Our experience is true, but the emotional attachment we experience to home and bank balance and family, sons and daughters and relatives and position in society and prestige and opulence, it's all a dream. It's all a dream. A dream is also real. In that, for the dreamer, saying, I, I dreamt, I had a real dream. But the dream itself is false. The experience of the dream is real. But the dream, the substance of the dream doesn't exist. That I was dreaming, I'm a king. I'm a, I was dreaming, I was falling off a cliff. I'm falling, I'm falling. What is the solution? If there's some scary dream, you're being chased by a tiger, you're falling off a cliff, Someone's chasing you with a gun or a snake. What is the solution? You, that you run away in the dream or you wake up from the dream? Our business in spiritual life is to wake up from the dream because it's false in that sense. The pot is nothing but earth. But with earth, we can make a pot. And we can cook something from, for Krishna. We can prepare some delicious food in the pot for Krishna. It is meaningful because of its relationship with Krishna. And this is the whole principle that Srila Prabhupada perfectly executed in his life, having understood it from Srila Rupa Goswami and his spiritual master, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. That yukta, vara, yukta vairagya. That everything belongs to the Lord and what is the meaning of renunciation? If, if something can be used for the... If that pot, although it's just earth, it's a transformation of earth, parinamavad, just a transformation of Brahman or earth, it's illusion. Okay, it's, it's, illus it's temporary illusion. It exists. Illusion because it's temporary. But we can use that pot 
in Krishna's service. We can use a car. We can use a printing press. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur would offer arati to the printing press. They would bow down, they'd offer flowers and arati to the printing press because they were using it to broadcast the words and glories, Nam, Rup, Gun, Lila, Parikar, everything about the Supreme Personality of God. So they bowed down, they'd offer arati to the printing press. What is a printing press? Just some steel parts, some screws, some tight setting, some gears, some steel, some rubber. <coughs> it's matter. Are they, are they fools? They're bowing down to steel? They're bowing down to the energy of the Lord that's engaged in the Lord's service, just like our own body. How is it? Our body is also not different from a printing press. We call, we call one thing, we identify one thing as steel and glass and copper and rubber. And we, we engage this, we describe this as blood and fat and skin and hair and bones and tendons and muscles and nails. It's the same thing, transformation of matter. Molecules transformed to make different constituents, different features, different products in this material world. What is the difference between wood stone and bone or muscle or fat it's just a different transformation it's so if you reduce it all down it's nothing but molecules they take different forms of sulfur of iron of nitrogen oxygen all different types of elements and if you reduce it down further what is it electrons protons neutrons if you reduce it down further what is it it's Krishna's energy all Krishna's energy. So it can be trans, transform, that transformation of Krishna's energy can be used in Krishna's service and this is what we call devotional service. To use what is Krishna's for Krishna's satisfaction. To use it for our own satisfaction, that is the whole conception of Maya and that's why we're here in this material world. Because we've been doing the same thing through, for many, many lifetimes. So, Mayavad, this is Mayavad philosophy. They say how to achieve this understanding of oneness, of attaining Brahman, you have to meditate. You achieve Brahman through meditation and jnana. They say that through knowledge one becomes, that you become Brahman by knowledge and by meditation. This is simply another stupid idea. If you meditate, if a stupid person meditates on a smart person, will they become intelligent? If an unattractive person meditates on a beautiful person, will their body become beautiful? If a weak person meditates on a strong person, will they become strong? So how is it possible that my meditation, you become Brahman? We are Brahman. And we should, what, how are we Brahman? so jiva loke, jiva bhuta sanatana. We're part and parcel of Krishna, supreme Brahman. But we're individual Brahman. That they reject. And this is the difference between Mayavad philosophy and Krishna Bhakti. Prabhupada gave a nice simple definition. He says, someone who says, I am Brahman. Oh, he's a Mayavadi. Aham Brahmasmi. Devotee says, I am a servant of Brahman. He is a pure devotee. And who acts as Brahman. Who acts on the Brahman platform. Brahmanohi Pratishtaham. Someone who acts on that, that platform. 
then he is pure devotee. So they say, Aham Brahmasmi. But our conception is very different from that. We say, Aham Tavasmi. Instead of saying, I am you, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman, Krishna's Supreme Brahman, I'm as good as you, Aham Brahmasmi. We say, Aham Tavasmi. Devotee prays, Tavasmi, Radhika, Nata, Karmana, Manasa, Gira, Krishna, Kante, Tavai, Vasmi, Yuvami, Bhagatirmama. Sharanam vam praponosmi karuna nikara kuru prasadam kuru dasyam bo mai dushte paradani. Very, very beautiful prayer. We're devotees pleading with the Lord that you please accept me as your own. I'm yours. Even though I'm mai dushte paradani, I'm dushed, aparadi. I'm fallen, sinful, rascal number one. Please, out of your kindness, please accept me as your own. This is 180 degrees different from the prayer of foolish Maya bodies who say, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman. Their idea is like this. They say, Krishna, the Supreme Lord, Narayan, Vishnu, Supreme Lord is Brahman. I am also Brahman. So I am also Krishna. He is Brahman. I am Brahman. We're both Brahman. I am also Krishna. I am as good as Krishna. This is like saying, Prime Minister Modi is an Indian. He was born in India. He's a very pious man. He's the leader of this country. He's an Indian. But I'm also Indian, so I'm as good as Prime Minister Modi. No, fool. How are you Prime, how are you Prime Minister Modi? That they can understand very easily. But you tell them that you're different from Krishna because you're Brahman and Krishna's Brahman, but you're still different. That they can't get through their thick skull. We are Brahman, but we're not Parabrahman. This is why Shastra describes Parabrahman and Brahman. Brahman and Supreme Brahman. There is a difference. Everything is Brahman. We agree. Sarvam, Govidam, Brahma. Everything is Brahman. But within the context of Brahman, there is degrees of spiritual, degrees of power. And this we find written in Srimad Bhagavatam. Bandantita tatta vidas tattam yajgyanam Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavaniti Shabdite. The Brahman is truth. Brahman is Supreme Lord. Impersonal manifestation of Krishna. Advaya Gyan. Non dual knowledge. But more than that is Paramatma feature of the Lord. More than Paramatma feature of the Lord is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhagavaniti Shabdite Govinda. Yashumati Nandana. Muraledar. Nanda Nandana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srila Prabhupada gave a nice, simple example. He said, if you look at the horizon, you'll see, oh, there is a mountain. And you can identify it by its characteristics. It juts up into the horizon. There's some big hill. Okay, there's a mountain. If you get close to the mountain, you can see, <clears throat> oh, there's some trees on it. It looks like there's some houses. There's a cap of snow on top of the very top of the mountain. There's some snow can know something more as you get closer to the mountain but if you're standing on the mountain you know everything about the mountain so our understanding of God according to Bhagavatam is something like that Brahman is truth he pervades the entire universe Adantarastha Paramanu Chayantarastam Govinda Mari Purusham Tam Mahamajri Mayatataminam Sarvam Jagadabhyaktamoitana Bhagavad Gita says 19th chapter 9th chapter Bhagavad Gita 
Mayatatamidam Sarvam Jagat Avyaktamurti in his formula in his energy form, Avyaktamurti, in his form as Brahman, he pervades the entire universe. Andantarasta Paramana Chayantarastam, he's present even within the atom. But we don't worship this form. Klesho Dikataraste Sham Avyakta Saktachetasam Avyakta Hirgatir Dukam Dehavadbir Avapyate. It's very, very difficult. How do you worship something that has no form? How do you worship, how do you meditate on nothing? <laughs> how do you meditate on nothing? How do you worship nothing? How do you have a relationship with nothing? Therefore, Klesho Dikataraste-sham. Lord asked, Arjuna asked, what is, what is the supreme form of worship? Worship the impersonal absolute or worship your personal form? Lord answered in this verse, Klesho Dikataraste-sham, Avyakta Saktachetasam. This is practically impossible to worship the impersonal, absolute, uh, non-differentiated Brahman effulgence of the Lord. Klesha, it's full of difficulty. How do you meditate on something that you can't conceive of, that has no quality? Everything in our experience has, has quality. How do you meditate or have a relationship with something that has, that has no quality? Nirvishesh Brahman. Dehavadbir avapyate, for the embodied being, this is impossible. So, by meditation, what are you going to meditate on? They say, Panchupasana. You meditate on Vishnu, on Ganesh, on Surya. Uh, uh, I'm not remembering everything. And there are five things you meditate on. And by that Shiva process, you Shiva. become... Huh? Shiva. Okay, that's Shiva four. And, we got four. and Durga, yes, Shiva and Durga. Thank you. So there's, and then they say, this is like using a ladder. When you want to cross a wall, you put the ladder to the wall, you climb up the, the ladder, and when you're done with the ladder, you kick it away. So they say all these forms of the Lord and, and Devatas are all illusion. How are they illusion? It's the creation of the Lord. How is the Lord's creation illusion? It's like if someone makes a beautiful painting, an artist labors hours and weeks and months, maybe years, to make a beautiful artistic painting. Then you say to him, oh, this is illusion. It's Maya. It doesn't exist. How will they feel? In the same way, this creation of the Lord is, is illusion in the sense that it's temporary. It's temporary creation, but it exists. So the Mayavadi say we'll become Brahman realized by by meditation. This is a stupid idea. By, but this is ignorance. If through, if through knowledge, ignorance is removed, then when, when will you, what will you do to remove jnana, which is also false? If jnana is also a part of the illusion, how will jnana help you become self-realized? It's also illusion. They say, oh, it's all the mercy of Brahman. If jnana is false and meditation is false, it's also an illusion. How will it help you become self-realized? Their answer is, oh, it's all the mercy of Brahman. But if Brahman has mercy, how do you say he's nirakar? Again, they fall into the same trap. How does a formless, homogeneous mass of spiritual substance with no qualities suddenly, out of the blue, show the quality of mercy? How is it? They contradict themselves over and over again. They say that Brahman has no form and no qualities, yet they continuously project qualities and personality into it to try and uh, 
make sense out of a senseless philosophy. And this proliferation of Mayavad philosophy has led to a complete degradation of moral values in society. Because if someone thinks, I'm God, then you can do any damn thing. You can eat meat, you can take drugs, you can drink, you can beat people, you can rob banks, you can have all kinds of immoral activities with the opposite sex. It's all Brahman. Brahman won't mind. You're Brahman. The creation is Brahman. It's all illusion. Why not? <coughs> so this proliferation of mind philosophy has completely degraded the moral values of society. This is the effect of their so-called philosophy. So the Mayavadans, they can't even practice the conclusions of their life. They say, we spoke about this a little bit. Sarvam kalvitam Brahman. If, if it's all illusion, then, then if everything's illusion, my dear Mayavadin, my dear Mayavadi philosophy, then why shall you discriminate between a, a comfortable home and an open field? Go sleep out in the open field. Go sleep in the snow. It's also Brahman. Your home is Brahman. The open field is Brahman. Why wear clothes? What is the difference between being clothed and being naked? Why not eat dirt or tasty sandesh? It's all illusion. What does it matter if it's all just Brahman, Sarvidam, Kalvidam, Brahma? So they can see the point is they can't practice the conclusions of their life. They only talk. They talk big talk. Aham Brahmasmi, Tattamasi, I am God, there is no other reality but they're completely unable to manifest the power of God. They say, Shiva hum. But are they able to drink an ocean of poison? No, they only talk. Can they lift Govardhan Hill? Can they even lift a tiny little insignificant Maruti? They say they're God, but they can't show the qualities of God. All foolish people, they say Brahman is unknowable. If, it, if it's unknowable, why try? It's unknowable. See, at every, at every stage, their philosophy makes no sense. So we should understand this very carefully because this whole world is pervaded by this philosophy. Nirvishesha, Shanyavadi, Paschatya Deshatarane. Not only Western world, the whole world, particularly India. India has become like a Bhagawan factory. Every month there's a new Bhagawan, a new Amma, a new goddess, a new incarnation, new avatar. And in due course of time, they're all shown to be cheaters. They run off with their secretary. They embezzle funds. They rape somebody. And, and Bhagwan, or this so-called Bhagwan that came to America, so-called Bhagwan Rajneesh, shown to be a complete cheater. They thought he's Bhagwan because he had 30 Rolls Royce cars. Krishna can have 30 billion, 30 trillion Rolls Royce cars and 30 trillion universes to drive them in. But he claims himself Bhagwan because he has a few cars. He's collected some, some completely, without getting into the disgusting details, but completely immoral followers that will do anything to gratify their senses. They made a, they made a movie out of this, actually, because they took over this town in Oregon. I grew up in Oregon. So in eastern Oregon, there's a, a small town called Antelope, Oregon, and they by moving all the followers into the small town, they became the predominant democratic vote. And they renamed the, the town Rajneeshpur, and they tried to poison the non-Rajneesh followers. They did so many horrible things, illegal things, what to speak of their immoral activities amongst themselves. And this is God. This person is God. They only talk. So when you meet someone like this, 
we don't have to. I mean, Prabhupada was was completely fierce with him. This this is a his uh, a function of his love of God. He was completely fierce with him. One time, Prabhupada was lecturing. He asked for questions, and some there's like 200 people in the audience. This man stands up in front of 200 people and starts dribbling on about how I am God, Atman, Paramatma, the same, I'm the Supreme Lord. Prabhupada didn't say a word. In about 20 seconds into his dialogue, he ran out of things to say. Prabhupada shouted at him, You are God, you are dog, sit down. And the whole room began to clap. Because what honest man can actually claim, I am God? Only an insane person can claim I am God, but this is the claim of the Maya bodies, that Atma and Paramatma are the same. But this horrible philosophy this, that shoves a, a knife in the heart of Krishna Bhakti, because would Rama give up being, I mean, would Hanuman, excuse me, would Hanuman give up being Hanuman to become Rama? Would Sita stop being Sita to become Rama, all one homogeneously? Impossible. Hanuman tore open his chest. This is my Rama. Sita Ram in his own heart. This is Bhakti. And this philosophy of becoming one with God. Mayavad philosophy. I am God. You are God. It is all God. It is all one. It is all Brahman. This, this shoves a heart and a, a, a knife into the heart of Krishna Bhakti. Because Bhakti requires there is me and there is you. I am your dasa. I am your servant. Aham tavasmi. I am yours. Please accept me. You're the Lord of my life. You treat me. You treat me anyway. Embrace me. Reject me. Trample me. You're my prananat. This feeling, this ecstatic, emotional outpouring of love of God is stabbed in the heart by this foolish idea that you are God. But we see it everywhere. We see it everywhere. And we should challenge it. We should be prepared philosophically to learn these verses from Bhagavad Gita that completely slash this foolish idea <coughs> that we are God. So Many other things could be said about this purport, but Prabhupada said this is a discussion on impersonal Mayavad philosophy, so I thought, let me say something as far as possible about this understanding. Many other things could be said. I'm not such a big scholar, but, and it's a very big topic, but at least we should understand a few things. Who is Shankara? Shankara is Lord Shiva. He's a devotee. He said, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam. His whole prayer is Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam. <coughs> means there is none to cross life's ocean but chanting of the holy name. This is our message. And this, if we can get people to chant Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, maybe their brains will awaken sufficiently to understand that it's impossibility that you are God. So we should be educated enough to preach this because this philosophy is very prominent, especially here in this beautiful country we call Bharat. So thank you very much for your kind attention. I hope I said something that was useful to you.
Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Gantara, Srimad Bhagavatam, Ki Jai. Any comments or questions, Prabhu Smatajis? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, Srila Prabhupada. Very firing class, Prabhuji, wonderful. Refuting the Mayavad philosophy, that's the Prabhupada's mood, and you did wonderful uh, class on it, Prabhu. Thank you so much. So, I have a small question to understand uh, this, Prabhu. May, may I ask? Yes, anything. Yeah. So, Prabhuji, the, um, I would like to confirm, like, uh, is my understanding correct uh, regarding Mayavad philosophy? The reason we refute and the reason we condemn it because it should not be practiced because it's a hindrance and if you let it because there will be people, you know, following something which is not true. That's the reason we refute it and we condemn it. Is that the reason behind Prabhu? Lord Chaitanya said, Mayabari Krishna Aparadi. They're offenders to Krishna. It stabs, it stabs, it shoves a knife in the heart of Krishna Bhakti. How can you love God if you think you are God? Right. It, reject, right. it rejects Bhakti as Maya. Krishna is Maya. Aruya Krishna Parampadam Tata Padantiyadhu Nadrata Yushvanangra. They fall down, they may think, I become self realized, I'm Brahman realized. This is all. Mano Dharma, they're only thinking in their mind. But they fall down. Padantiyadha, why? They don't take shelter on the lotus feet. Yushvadangraya, the lotus feet of the Lord. But why? Because they say, Lord is Maya. His feet are Maya. So what is the meaning to bhakti? Mm-hmm. In the, if we accept this idea of Mayavad, it's the antithesis, the exact opposite conception of spirituality. Yeah, so of course they are offenders. They are yes, offenders to the Lord. Yeah. Probably he become furious. Actually, he was. I just read. Prabhupada was invited to some program, and at the uh, some. It was a Sindhi community. Many, many Sindhi people, very they're pious people, but they have some affection for Guru Granth Sahib. So there was a seat by Guru Granth Sahib, and they invited Prabhupada to speak. So he sat on the seat. So there was another. Mayavadi sannyasi that was also invited. And they wanted Prabhupada to get down off the seat. <laughs> he wouldn't get off the seat, so the Mayavadi sannyasi had to sit on a chair. So the Mayavadi sannyasi started going on and on, and then it came to a point, he's like shouting about how Krishna is Maya, we are all God. Prabhupada couldn't tolerate. He told the devotees, get up, start kirtan. <laughs> so he interrupted the man's whole, his whole lecture. All the devotees, all his white elephants, stood up and started singing Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. He simply could not tolerate. Out of love of God. How can you say, if you love someone, you don't exist, you're Maya? I have no yeah, relationship yeah. with you. Yeah, this is, a, this, be, yeah, this is Prabhupada's Vira. This is Vira Ras. Sometimes Prabhupada showed this intense Vira Ras, just fighting for Krishna, to establish Krishna as the supreme personality of God, and there is no other. Yeah. So we couldn't tolerate. So wonderful. And you know, we can't we can't necessarily we can't imitate Prabhupada, but we should at least try and appreciate his mood. You know, we shouldn't shout at people, shout at my buddies, you know. I actually and they're just completely offensive people. I saw I, I happened across I was so unfortunate to run across the Shankaracharya's uh, clip on YouTube where he's completely mm-hmm. slashing Iskon, slashing Bhakti, 
slashing Western disciples, slashing Prabhupada. I got in a big argument. And, and they just, they're just, just irrepressibly useless scum. I have no other words. They're just useless scum who are, who are offensive to Vaishnavas, offensive to the Lord, and the Yamaraj will have his way with them. Yeah, so yes, pretty much, yeah. oftentimes yeah. It's, it's useless to try and argue with them. But if someone's, you know, there's a difference between Mayavadi and Brahmavadi. Like the four Kumaras are Brahmavadi. They're Brahman realized. Mm. And, the, and the difference is when they smell the Tulsi and the flowers and the Chandan coming from the Lord's feet, they could understand how is everything one? This divine fragrance is having an intoxicating effect on me. And they became mm. devotees. So if someone's innocent in Mayavadi, that's different. But some of these irrepressible, in envious, offensive persons who boldly declare, I am God, <laughs> Prabhupada would say, oh, you are God, and I am also God, but I am the kicking God, and I'm going to kick on your face with an iron boot. He couldn't tolerate. So we can we can challenge them philosophically. We don't we don't want to kick anybody. We'll we'll become known as offensive people in society. We don't want to kick anybody, although we might want to. And frankly, sometimes that's the only remedy for some of these people. That's all they are able to understand. Probably right. argumentative and vacuum. Just use a stick to beat them. But we can't do that. So we should beat them with philosophy, and just come even if they don't speak shastra. Just do something. You say you're God, why do you have to die? Why do you have to pass urine in a stool? Don't do that. You're the supreme controller. <laughs> Just sit here for the next 12 hours. And you can't go to the bathroom. Just sit here. You can't eat anything. You can't go to the bathroom. Just sit here. You're God. It's no big deal for you. The planets are moving by your will. The right sun is rising. The sun is setting. The moon is rising, setting. The planets are rotating. The rain is falling. The trees are growing. You're controlling everything. But can you control your own bladder? Challenge them in this way. What kind of yeah. God are you? You're a cheater. Say in their face, you're a cheater. And if I quote Shankara, then quote these verses. Shankara said, Bhaja Govindam. Yeah. Come to our temple, do Bhaja Govindam. Sing Bhaja Govindam with us. Eat Govinda Mahaprasad. Radha Radhika Raman Mahaprasad. Govinda is Mahaprasad. Your, your Acharya, Shankar, Acharya said, Bhaja Govindam, come. Come take prasadam with us and sing holy name. Because he said, this is the means to cross life's ocean. Nahi pasyamu bhavataranay. So you accept Shankara? So accept Shankara. Come sing, some, come sing holy name with us. Take prasadam, bhajagovindam. So we can say like that to them also. That was so wonderful, Prabhuji. Yeah. Th thank you so much for sharing and bringing Prabhupada's mood. Well, maybe you have a, a fraction of Prabhupada. Yes, yes Mayavadis are actually everywhere and whenever I go into uh, arguments and discussions, these Mayavadis come. I try to uh, uh, argue with uh, all scriptural references, or even as you are saying, Sankaracharya's uh, own, Bajagovindam, and Devaki, I mean, Gita Mahatta. Uh, 
So uh, uh, telling the uh, whoever is following, uh, the Mahabadis themselves are uh, followers of uh, Sankaracharya and Sankaracharya at the ripe age uh, before he uh, he passed, uh, departed this world, uh, told everybody to do uh, worship Krishna. So, uh, yeah. but then they then they backtrack. Yeah, yeah. Just hammer that. Actually, just hammer that point. In this prayer, yeah. the last verse said, in the prayer, the last verse, or the last thing he said. Nahipasha Nama Smarana. Do Nama Smarana. Chant Krishna's name. Pasho Nahipashama Bhavatarin. There's no means to cross life's ocean except this. Should hammer them on yes. this. You accept Shankar? Then how Nahi. do you say accept Shankar if you don't accept his words? You have to accept his words yes. also. Basically these these people and these people are basically uh, full of ego and false ego and they they want to legitimize that with that uh, uh, with that uh, philosophy of uh, mayavad uh, actually uh, they, they want to sh- make a show and they, and they, because the people are themselves uh, so they, people in general are uh, so much um, uh, uh, full of false ego and they fall into that trap because it's easy yeah Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. I was going to say that other religions are also Mayabad. Just like Islam. Islam, they say God has no eye, he has no leg, he has no face, he has no ear. He's a deaf man, dumb man, blind, lame, lame. They say to ascribe personality to God is haram. Correct? They say yes, show a picture of God. To say he's a person, this is all haram. They're Maya bodies. They're they're Brahma they're Brahma bodies, worshippers of Brahman. Yes, Brahma bodies. That means they they subjugate themselves to the uh, to, uh, as the servant, as a servant of the Lord. At least that concept is there. But it is Mayavadis <laughs> actually is the, the biggest rascal. But this is the point. They say God they say Allah is Al uh, Al Rahman, Al Latif, Al Razak, he has different all all different names of a person. He's merciful, he's kind, he's all-knowing. These are names of a person, yet they say he's not a person. They're confused people. Yeah, and, if he's, and if he has no quality, if he's not a person, how can he bless you? How can Brahman bless you? Because to say that Brahman has the capacity to bless us means he has quality. If he's near a car, he has no quality. If he's not a person, how can he bless you? Only a person can bless you. God is a person. <coughs> yeah. So, so he, we see this discussion. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in discussions with uh, about uh, in, um, because there is a now nowadays there's a lot of talk about Hindu unity and all in a uh, collective forum. When uh, if somebody is talking, so I'm uh, saying, and the Mayavadi is coming in and giving the dumping their all nonsense uh, Mayavadi philosophy. Then, uh, uh, like, if I feel like uh, arguing, then people say that, oh, you are breaking Hindu unity and all that. So, so I say that oh, Hindu unity has to be based on scriptures. If it is not based on scripture, if you are taking only for four Vedas as a scripture and rejecting others uh, as not scripture, then we are we are subjugating ourselves to that uh, that Artha Kukutanai. That is, uh, taking the only the head of the uh, that uh, okay. that hen. And uh, not taking the other thing, or rather, the taking the body and not taking the head. So, uh, 
so uh, yeah i mean i wanted to i mean i had a i mean uh, like a doubt kind of a thing and nobody could clear it through so this hindu unity concept and this visa we this mayavad thing actually polluting the whole uh, this thing uh, this uh, sanatan uh, okay but uh, from on I mean, this point prabhu we are we are also for hindu unity at least for bharat yes we should be united yes because if we're not if we're not actively preaching dharma because yeah frankly because yeah. mayavadi sanyasis they're also sanyasis they're this this yeah. uh, yogi adityanath he's a mayavadi but he's leading the country mm-hmm. towards dharma they want to stop cow, cow slaughter we're for that they want to stop intoxication yeah. we're for that we want bharat we want we want uh, prayagraj and not allahabad we're for all of these things mm-hmm. We want Bharat Mata, Vande Mata, and we want all of these things. But there's a class mm-hmm. of persons who never become devotees. Devotees are rare. So yeah. our, our victory is to promote, instead of arguing with them, we should take positive approach. And making Krishna consciousness, mm-hmm. Krishna Bhakti, the prominent philosophical understanding of God on the planet. And it's beginning with here mm-hmm. in Bharat, where we're building huge... People are taking notice of this gun in, in, in Bharat. Yes. Just in Delhi, yes. there's 17 huge temples, not little preaching centers. And, and Rohini will open next year, early. Dwarka is coming up. Jamnagar, uh, um, and also in uh, Kurukshetra. Huge temples are coming up. Big, huge, white marble temples with Gurukulas. People in, in Delhi area, there's 17 such temples. People take note, are, are noticing ISKCON in Kanpur, big temples. All over India, this big, huge, beautiful, we're known for our book distribution and building temples. So we can make ISKCON the prominent, and our point of view, from based on Shasta, Shastaviddhi, we can make it the prominent philosophical understanding of Hinduism. Because from one point of view, we're not Hindus. There's no such word in Shastra. But there should be. We should yeah. work under the umbrella of Hinduism for the for Dharma, for to establish the principles of Dharma. Because let us work with those things that we all agree on. I have a god brother. He's a very prolific author, wonderful devotee. His name Sri Nandan, Sri Nandan Nandan, Stephen Knapp. He's written like forty, fifty books. He travels sometimes in Assam, in Himachal Pradesh. Uh, Meghalaya, these northern states, hill countries, to bring people back, Garwapsi, to bring them back from Christianity. We're for that. But he travels there in association with the Mayabadi group. So there's many things we can cooperate on. So we should be a little careful about this, like especially in public meetings, if some Mayabadi spouting some nonsense. We'll get a chance to speak also. But we should be known as gentlemen. But if it's in our temple, in our forum, and someone starts spouting my, we can we can jump on them. But publicly, we should be seen as cooperative, also desiring Hindu unity because we do want that. We we should want India for Hindus. And in, in, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sound like BJP or RSS, but I have strong feelings. I agree with many things they say. Why in the world do Hindus vote? for Christians and Muslims. Why do they split the vote? And, and Christians, whose only objective is to destroy Hinduism, 
and Muslims whose only objective is to destroy Hinduism, why do we vote for them? Let Hindu leaders lead Bharat. Back to Dharma. We, we not, we'll never agree. Everyone will, this is the material world. It's Kali Yuga, the age of quarrel. We'll never completely agree with everyone. Because Krishna Bhakti is rare. Manushanam Sahasrishu Kastidya Devotee is a rare person. Krishna Bhakti is one has to have Sukriti for Bhakti. Purvapunya for Bhakti. Not everyone become a Krishna Bhakti. But we should embrace the, the, the Ramanujas. We should embrace the Madhvas. They're our brothers. We should embrace the Ram Bhaktas. They're our brothers of a different yeah. flavor. They're Vaishnavas. Let Dharma be established in Bharat. So we should work for Hindu unity and, and simultaneously continue to build our ISKCON society. Because look what's happened in just 50 years. See what's happened. Incredible progress just in 50 years, and we've only begun. What will the next generation of devotees do? We can't imagine. What is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's plan? My name will be chanted in every city of the planet. All over the universe, Lord's name will be chanted. We should have broad vision. And Hindu unity is a small thing, so better that we, instead of fighting over the things we disagree on, we should work together on the 90% we agree on and sort out our differences later in our yeah. congregations, in our, in our one-to-one discussions with people, we speak our mind. We speak Shastra, Shastavidhi. Yeah. But as far as That's the true. masses of people, <coughs> we should be seen as cooperative because we can do, this society, ISKCON, can do much for Hindu unity. Believe me. We have tremendous power. We have Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all Guru Parampara behind us. We can do a lot for Hindu unity in, in Bharat. And the world, as far as that, as far as and in the world also, as far as that goes. Actually, if you, if you see, Prabhu, uh, I mean, uh, unless we, people have a knowledge uh, of scriptures, they don't have a clarity of various philosophical matters, and they tend to veer away from here this and that philosophy, uh, into Mayavad and to uh, Christianity or uh, Islam or whatever, whatever. They, as if nothing, everything is same. So that Iskand's preaching has brought about that base, uh, uh, has brought that uh, uh, Shastra into the preaching and cleared so many uh, doubts. And that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing with my little intelligence that uh, more and more people are understanding uh, the Sanatana Dharma philosophy, the real, uh, uh, the core philosophy, uh, and then, uh, and they are moving, are becoming better Hindus. Uh, yes, that's also that, true. Yeah. And because the other, the, the, actually, future, the future is very yeah, bright, Prabhu. Many, many brilliant young men are, as we speak, studying yeah. Shastra. They've dedicated their life to become yeah. scholars and pundits, and they're studying Shastra. I know ABC. And these young men know Shastra inside and out. They're, they're becoming Sanskrit scholars. They're studying Shastra, the works of Goswamis, works of our Acharyas, Prabhupada's books. And they're going to be a very, very powerful force to establish the principles of Krishna consciousness. What to speak of Dharma? 
this uh, Govardhan yeah. Eco Village, His Holiness Radhanath Maharaj's disciples here in uh, Vrindavan, this um, Bhagavad Mahavidya Lai, there's 60 devotees studying Shastra day and night and teaching. And they're young men. Yeah. They're in their, their mid-20s, early 30s. They're young. What will they be doing when they're 50, 60, 70 years old? We can't imagine how much empowerment. The whole Guru Parampara power is behind them in their endeavor to teach Shastra. And there's tremendous power. Look what one person did by Srila Prabhupada, just presenting Bhagavad Gita. He wasn't talking Manjuri Bab, Gopi Bab, Sakya Bab, higher, so-called higher topics. He taught Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Mahabharata, Upanishads. And he changed the world. And this is our mission. We present Shastra. Take it or leave it. There's tremendous power in Shastra. Because Shastra is Shastatu. Shastra, Shastra is Shastra, Astra, Sisya, Shashana. Tremendous power in Shastra. Yeah. So we present Shastra to the world. And this is our business. And not to get involved in, in politics so much. We, we have full-time work just building temples, distributing books, and building our communities. Bhakti Viksha groups, ISKCON Youth Forum, ISKCON Girls Forum, Bhakti, uh, base groups, Bhakti Viksha groups. We have full-time, full-time and a half, double-time work to do yeah. just building our communities. Yeah. Mm. Somebody was asking, what is Bhagavad Bhakti? Why do you have to spend so much time? I said, go to the temple and see how the Brahmacharis don't have time to finish their work. It's a full-time yeah. into... Uh, yeah, they get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and they, and they go to bed at 10 o'clock. They're working time and a half. And these people that are sleeping 12 hours criticize. How dare you? How dare you criticize? <laughs> yeah. And they think it's easy life. Then you come, you practice celibacy. And you give up your possessions, give up your job, give up your education, sleep on the floor, and preach Krishna consciousness. If it's so easy, you do it. Please join us. <laughs> I was listening to a lecture this morning. Probably was saying in Los Angeles... We, had, we have a very big temple in Los Angeles, California, as maybe some of you have seen. So the neighbors are becoming envious. Who are these people? We don't see them going to work. They're driving nice cars. They're living uh, nicely. They're eating nice food. They're wearing nice clothes, but they're not going to work. They're very envious. So Prabhupada's response was, please join us. Come join us. <laughs> but that they won't do. Yeah. Any other question? Any other service for me? Prabhu Smatiji? Thank you, Prabhu, for nice class. Thank you for being there, giving me the opportunity to say something. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Dandavat Pranam. All glories to Shila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Very nice. Jai Shri Full of nice. Thank you, Prabhuji. May I ask you, can, you? You can thank Prabhupada. I was a dog on the street before Prabhupada pulled me out of the gutter. And the only difference between that dog on the street and what you heard today is Prabhupada's mercy. And that same mercy is available to you, Mataji. Never doubt it. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Never doubt so it. Humble. So humble, so much humility you have. Thank you Mataji, so much. I'm a, I'm a truth speaker. I know what my life was. I'm a truth speaker. Okay, Prabhuji, I have two questions. May I ask you? Yeah, sure. 
I'm happy. Okay. Uh, you were um, mentioning Aditya Narayan. Is he the person, the chief minister of UP? You said yes. Yes, he is, he is the head priest at a Mayavad institution. Oh. But well, he's a sadhu. He's a yes. sadhu. Yes, yes. Well, we yes. should see the bright side also, not just... The, and this is my point. We should see the similarities. And we should be able to do this with other religions also. Christianity. They're, if we have a, a liberal definition of Christianity, they're also Vaishnavas. They believe in a personal God. They want to follow his laws. They want to go back to him. We can, if we have a liberal definition of Christianity, we can say they're Vaishnavas. Are there differences? Of course. Of course there's differences. But shall we argue about the differences? Or shall we cooperate? Shall we stand shoulder to shoulder and challenge atheism, challenge violence, godlessness, secularism, politics, war, all the things that afflict human society. The only, only, only solution is, is religion. The atheists say that religion is the problem. We have an answer for these people. We have an answer. And religion should stand together and challenge atheistic mentality that wants to destroy the peace and harmony in human society. Okay. And my second question is, Prabhuji, uh, that uh, the Mayavadis basically they do not distinguish between the individual soul and the super soul, right? Correct. They say they're one. There's no such thing. Okay. There's no distinction. Right. There's only one soul, Brahman, Param Brahman. Right. Yeah. Only, only Atma. Only one Atma. No Paramatma. Right. I am you and you are me and the difference, difference is illusion. Mm. When Lord Krishna has clearly said Yashmat Charamati Toham Aksharadopichottam Atoshmi Loge Vedecha Pratita Purushottam Very, very clear. Yes. He is Purushottam, correct. He is, he is Purush, but he is Purush Uttam. You are not that person. You are not Purushottam. You're Purush, but you're not Purushottam. Also yes. a good verse. So many verses like this. This slash the whole Mayabhan idea. Yes. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Very nice class. Hare Krishna. Okay, thank you all. I basis is all of you. Vanchakopatra Bhishakapasindadi Vichapati Dharampadu. Vaishnavonam. Kila Prabhupada Kijay, Gantaraj, Shimad Bhagavatam Kijay, Nitai Gaur. Thank you so much for such a wonderful class, Prabhuji. We really appreciate your... your Sadhguru Prabhuji Kijay, beautiful class. Free work, Kila Prabhupada Kijay, Sarvadik Prabhuji Kijay. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. Very wonderful. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.